From Charter Hall and Banish, this is Sustainability Further. I'm your host, Lottie DL. You're listening to Sustainability Further, a podcast by Charter Hall. One of Australia's leading property groups, Charter Hall is focused on creating innovative spaces and going further to build a better future for all. The Iconic are pushing the boundaries when it comes to social and environmental responsibility. After releasing their considered collection in 2019, in 2020 they are the first major Australian retailer to transition to 100% recycled delivery satchels. In this episode we're speaking to Jan Acquaintance James, the Chief Sustainability Officer for The Iconic, about how they're transforming the way that they do business. Thanks for joining me, Jana. I start each episode by asking each guest, what does sustainability mean to you? And in this case, the iconic. Well, like sustainability, there is no simple answer. I mean, I think it means an organisation that's holding itself accountable for its social and environmental performance and seeking to understand and mitigate its impact. But I think it's also about about never resting. And we have internally a mantra of of progress, not perfection, which I think is, you know, really speaks to that kind of continual pursuit of better. Um, I also think sustainability is about organisations that are authentically and transparently engaging with their stakeholders and particularly customers on these topics, but being honest about where you are and, and where you are not. Um, and it's also about organisations who allow their people, i.e. their employees, to bring their values to work every day and prioritise that agenda as a part of um, what they're doing. Yeah, definitely. I don't think there is one clear definition and yeah, no one is perfect. Well, not just yet. And we're all striving for um, better each and every day. So last year you launched, well, the Iconic launched the Considered Collection, which was a really exciting move for one of Australia's biggest retailers. What has the reaction been from Australians? Um, well, just uh, I guess first, in case any of your listeners don't know uh, what considered is, it's essentially a way to enable customers to shop by their personal sustainability values. So it has products which meet criteria in one or more of five categories, sustainable materials, eco-production, fair production, animal-friendly, and community engagement. Um, so it's been received very positively by customers, and actually uh, 36% of customers have shopped something from our considered edit since we launched it last April. That's been a really amazing response. Um, but I think also excitingly, because these things that really are about supply and about demand. Um, and so we've seen a really significant increase in the number of brands that have some or all of their range included within Considered. And um, so it was 315 brands when we launched, and it's 497 today. Um, and so that's enabled us to double the number of items that is in the Considered uh, edit um, in that year as well. So. Um, yeah, it's been really positive from both ends. Yeah, definitely. So you just mentioned then that there are five different criteria. Can you explain a little bit about what those criteria are and how consumers can search within the functionality of the site for different mm-hmm. things? Yeah, so the, uh, we have it's five categories um, and behind that, it's 30 specific criteria, which generally apply at the item level. So really trying to make sustainability more black and white for consumers, i.e. the item has this or it doesn't. Um, so, for example, in the sustainable materials category, um, you know, some of the criteria relate to organic cotton or recycled polyester, sustainable viscose. And so each item would have to have more than 75% of that material um, in it in order to qualify for the considered edit. 
um, in the eco-production category, um, for example, one of the criteria is made in Australia owing to the lower carbon footprint associated with Australian manufacturing. So if that item has been made in an Australian factory, then it could be included within consider, and that's um, a big proportion of um, uh, considered is, is made in Australia product. Uh, and then as another example, in community engagement, the first category, um, one of the criteria is purpose-driven business. So if a brand holds uh, B Corp certification, for example, uh, then that would qualify for considered. Okay, great. And I think it does come back to, as you were just saying, sustainability being a bit more black and white. It is a really broad term and it is often really hard to define and we don't have any guidelines within Australia and in fashion about kind of what is good and bad and what there is no rating set score um, that is officially legislative available um so i think it is yeah it's it's a big step that the iconic have taken to kind of create your own criteria around this in those different categories to really help consumers figure out and kind of demystify whatever what their next purchasing decision is going to be uh, i was just going to say i think and really where considered has come from is um i think that's creating a situation where a lot of people are not acting because it's too hard Sustainability is too complex. They don't know how to be perfect um, and, and have this kind of perfect item. Well, unfortunately, it's not. It doesn't really work like that. So um, we're trying to make it more accessible so that you just do something. <laughs> I guess if that makes sense. Definitely. I think as well, it comes down to as well, picking something that you're passionate about. When it comes to a piece of clothing, you might not be able to tick absolutely every box in terms of sustainability, but you can support the Australian brands to lower your carbon footprint, or you can support something that is made from recycled materials, if that's something else that you're sustain that you're passionate about as well. So it is just... Yeah, it can come back to that personal responsibility as well. And yeah, you don't have to be perfect. So I particularly loved your 2019 campaign, Who Made My Clothes for Fashion Revolution, which highlighted a small sample of 9,000 people involved in manufacturing the Iconics' own brand labels. It was a really powerful piece which showed the environmental and social responsibility that businesses, and in particular fashion brands, have. I'll include a link to it in the show notes here. But as someone who has been in the industry for a number of years, how have you seen it transform? Uh, look, I mean, I think in, in probably speaking about the you know last ten years since I've been back in Australia, I think there's been a definite improvement. Um, I guess in the uh, acknowledgement of organisations that they have a responsibility and understanding of how to take um, action. I, I I still you know really believe that we have a long way to go to continuing to do that in the Australian industry and um, you know particularly maturing our responses within supply chains and. By that I mean, you know, there's a lot of brands that are um, out there, you know, maybe have got an audit for the factory that they are, are using in China, for example, and they kind of, you know, that's some, you know, potentially as far as they might go, and actually really going beyond to understand, you know, the level of um, decent working conditions, the supply chain, support suppliers to positively improve the conditions that they're providing to workers, and you know, work collaboratively with suppliers so that you know, good business makes uh, good jobs for workers and um, and to really try to drive that shared agenda in the supply chain. I think we still have quite a bit of work to do. So there's no uh, resting on our laurels, um, <laughs> uh, I guess. 
No, definitely. And I think it is, it's not a you versus them when it comes to the supplier. It is working together to hit those business goals that both of you have, because it is going to benefit not only both businesses, but our planet as well, which I really liked the transparency report that you guys um, released into that at the end of 2019, just kind of showing your progress. It wasn't showing how perfect you were, but it was kind of saying, hang on, like this is what we've done to date and this is what we're aiming for. And I think most of the targets and the goals that you have in that report are 2022, which we don't really see because it is just around the corner and it is happening very quickly, but it is, yeah, it was just a really good, um, a good way of showing to, as an industry leader that you are striving and you are changing, but you aren't perfect. And also it was really informative so that other people I think could take away and pull bits out of it and implement it within their own businesses. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I mean, that's been received really well. I mean, I think that's our style as a business. You know, we, and as I mentioned, you know, what do I think sustainability is? I think it is about that authenticity because it's, some of the stuff is really complicated, <laughs> you know, and it, um, it's, it's not necessarily straightforward. So, um, you know, we, um, we're putting a lot of effort in, but we, you know, we may not get there on every single item and, um, you know, or we will exceed on others. So it's, it's just, um, I think having that strategy and those public goals is, um, really helps us have our North Star around focusing on that and, and holding ourselves to account um, uh, externally is a really important driver as well. Yeah, definitely. So as a company who is constantly evolving and pushing the norm, can you please just share with us something that your team has been implementing or implemented or has been working on in the past that you're proud of? Well, um, I really couldn't walk um, uh, not mention uh, the launch of our recycled packaging, uh, which has just occurred. And so everybody will know the um, infamous black iconic statues. Um, which have long been made from average and LDPE, and we've actually been working on developing an alternative uh, satchel made from more sustainable materials for at least 18 months. Um, and uh, we've just launched um, uh, new satchels made of 100% uh, recycled content, and that is pre uh, sorry, post-consumer recycled content. So that means that it's uh, plastic that has been retrieved from the ocean or from uh, recycling plants, for example, and then uh, melted down and spun into um, or, or made into new plastic pellets and new packaging, um, rather than pre-consumer uh, uh, waste, which is, for example, off-cuts from the factory floor. Um, and also, um, we are excited that it's uh, certified by the Good Environmental Choice Australia's Recycled Product Standard as recycled content um, and then finally it can be recycled again so it's a huge milestone for us given the volume of uh, uh, packages we're putting on the market every year um, and that's probably one of the things that we're most proud of at the moment. No, it is amazing and something that definitely brings me a whole lot of joy um, is that the, yeah, the ability not only to use post-consumer plastic, but then also to recycle it through Red Cycle, which means for everybody listening that you can just take those satchels to a Red Cycle recycling centre which or bin, which actually appears at the front of all Coles and Woolworth stores. So it's really simple and easy and it's just something that everybody can get involved in helping that um, circular economy. So congratulations on all of the work because I feel like you look at it and you think, oh, that's an easy change. That's something that a business could easily implement and then you hear the backstory of your team working on it for the past 18 months so congratulations on the launch of that
thank you. Yes, it's been an um, immense cross-functional effort between operations, marketing and sustainability. So there's a lot of people that uh, uh, deserve kudos for making it happen. No, it's great. So our listeners have a passion for fashion, especially when it comes to what they wear into the office. So what are a couple of tips that you have for our listeners when it comes to shopping both sustainably and ethically? Uh, I guess the first one will probably be inform yourself. Uh, and, um, you know, sustainability is unfortunately not that simple. Um, and so you do really need to have some understanding of, of what it is that's important to you and kind of narrow in and, and focus on those things. Secondly, I would say um, the environmental impact is really concentrated within uh, the supply chain um, and um, what happens not so much in the final stage, but further down um, in terms of the materials. And so um, considering what materials uh, your products are made of is, um, and, and, and transitioning those to more sustainable alternatives uh, can really uh, be, um, you know, can be your most impactful action. Um, but then thirdly, still consider how are you washing that uh, item? How long are you keeping it for? And what are you doing with it at the end of life? Because uh, all of those things are within the consumer's control and that's not something that I, as a, as a sustainability lead, can uh, well, it's more difficult for us to influence that, um, but actually those are really impactful parts of um, the product life cycle um, and um, fully within um, the consumer's um, sort of modus operandi in, in terms of um, influence, influencing change. No, I definitely agree. And I know when I do go shopping, I not only compare the price of a product but I and the cost per wear, but also the environmental cost that that item is going to have. And in some cases, it does mean opting for a more expensive product because I know then that the there is a more transparent supply chain or that the product is made from better materials or I know who made those clothes, for example. So for those of our listeners who do have this hunger to know more and who want to, as you say, educate themselves about um, fashion and sustainability together, are there any resources that you would recommend or um, somewhere that they could go to find out this information? Uh, I think the Common Objective, uh, so commonobjective.co, uh, is a really uh, amazing uh, resource. It's a UK-based organisation that has really, um, you know, sort of a free membership, and you can um, sign up, and um, they just provide access to an incredible level of detail. Uh, I think, but it's sort of how long is a piece of string? Ultimately, <laughs> it's like, you know, how um, how much do you want to know? Because there is literally everything uh, is out there. Um, for those um, who are interested. Okay, no, great. That is perfect. I think everybody will be deep diving. And I think also the transparency report that you have released is also a really great resource and tool. I was just looking at it before this and there's a great page on there that talks about the most sustainable materials and it grades them from A to B to C to D, which I think is a really simple and easy way to look at um, fashion and yeah, the, the environmental impact as well. So is there anything else that you'd like to speak to our listeners about today? Uh, I would probably just mention uh, the iconic Giving Made Easy program, which uh, actually enables customers to jump online and download a free shipping label, which enables you to make donations of good used clothing to the Salvo stores. Um, so all you need to do is get any package, the iconic satchel or, or any other box, and fill it up with um, clothing in good condition and, and work on the label and take it either to your red post box or down to your Australia post um, and that product will go straight to 
people in need um, and also to uh, help fund uh, the Salvo Stores uh, programs of the Salvation Army. Great, that is an amazing initiative and I know I certainly have always got things that I should be culling from my wardrobe. <laughs> yes, well, we have a um, very significant target of 50,000 kilos uh, to be diverted through our textile take back, take back scheme by uh, 2022, so um, we need everybody's help. Thank you so much for joining us today. It has been such an insightful um, conversation into fashion in Australia and the changes that the Iconic has made as an organisation in both environmental and social responsibility. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This conversation is part of Charter Hall and Banish's podcast series, Sustainability Further. This series has been designed to inspire Australians to be more environmentally responsible and to take climate action. Sustainability Further is produced by Banish. Charter Hall's purpose is to create better futures by bringing aspirations to life.